Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Giant Take Podcast, and it's a very exciting one. Our first regular season game preview of the 2023 season, Giants versus Cowboys, Sunday Night Football. Alex, Josh, coming to you right now. I was going to say coming to you live because I've been at the television uh, television station here at Syracuse a lot, but it's not live. We're here on Thursday evening, and this is going to come out Friday morning. But whenever you're listening to this, we hope it's before game time, and you are very excited. You're pumped up for this season. Alex and I are ready for three hours from now. We're going to be watching the Chiefs versus Lions game. I'm sure as every football fan is out there. Okay, uh, like I said, yes. And if you're new here as well, thank you for joining us. Please continue as we have two episodes of this podcast a week. We have our game previews that will mostly come out on Thursdays, Fridays. Yeah, Thursdays or Fridays depends when the game is. Uh, Sunday Night Football, we decided to... Sometimes we put it out on Thursdays if it's a Sunday 1 o'clock game, but we thought Sunday 8.20, Sunday night, let's put it out on Friday uh, and give, you know, get closer to that game time Sunday night. Um, So yeah, expect two episodes a week from us. A recap episode normally will come out Monday mornings after the Giants games on Sundays. We'll have to see how it works. We'll see if we're... uh, you know, staying up till 1 a.m. recording and stuff after Sunday Night Football. We are college students, so uh, that is what's probably expected of us. We'll have to see uh, how that works, but still expect a recap episode at some point. If it's not Monday morning, it'll be either later in the day or on Tuesday. And then um, our content on various social media platforms as well, at the Giant Take Pod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. For you returning listeners, I'm sorry that I just said all that information that you already know, but Um, We thank you for joining us, whoever you are. Okay, I talked a lot already here in this intro. Alex, how are you doing? I'm all right. It's my first uh, episode here from school. Josh has forced me to reveal uh, my location. So I'm at uh, Northeastern in Boston. So uh, we're we're not too far, right, Josh? We're, we're, uh, We're what? I don't know. Four hours? Okay, that's pretty far. I think we're the same distance that we would be. From where if I if from where we are to home, either we're the same amount of distance from each other that we are to our to, to home. Yeah. So anyway, it is sweltering hot because this university has not invested in AC in their dorm rooms. It is currently ninety-seven and a half degrees in this room. Um, according to the according, you're literally to fine. There's no way. I will go over and take a picture after this episode and send it to you. And confirm it. You want me to put in the description? Where? Of this where? I what do you have? Like a magnet on your fridge? Like no, it's it's it, well, I don't know. You could see my screen, Josh. The P, uh, listeners can't, but like right there where I'm pointing, that's that the thermostat. Yeah, yeah. So why would a thermostat have the current temperature? 
because it has a turn current all thermostats have the current temperature josh josh has never worked well, that's a thermostat. Like the, that's like the dial that you have for the heat no and the yeah but it, that's the dial it's set to and then in, in the corner it says the temperature currently Okay. That that is sure. how these devices sure. work. Anyway. You realize so I, Alex doesn't seem to compute or understand that where we are, right? I'm in Syracuse in uh upstate New York. He's in Boston, Massachusetts. It gets very cold in these places. So for the six to eight weeks that are the beginning of the school year, our schools, however much we pay for tuition, which I should invest in AC at least for the beginning and the end of the semesters. They don't seem to understand that uh I, I do agree with you. They don't seem to understand to uh, invest in AC. But it's also because three-fourths of our time at school, it is freezing cold. So I also did get here two weeks earlier than you did. And I told you that the college experience so far is very hot in the dorms. I warned you of this. Yet I've gotten, you've been there like maybe four days. Yeah. So many complaints I've gotten over text from this you can never about no one understands. No one understands. <laughs> no one understands is that every college student in this side of the country currently. We have a friend, Alex, that is at Delaware right now who checked into a hotel for three days because it was so bad. Now, I'm not I'm not letting the heat win, okay? I'm not going to go. By the way, this is, that was him personally paying for three nights at a hotel to go and stay there. I'm not doing that. He's letting the heat win. I, he's losing the battle. <laughs> I, got, I probably got maybe five hours of sleep that night, uh, last night because of the heat. I'm not going waking up texting you for my 9 a.m. and saying, Alex, I only got five hours of sleep. Going to be really tired of my 9 a.m. No, because I'm not letting the heat win. Okay. He's not letting the heat win. Anyway, no one cares about our personal problems or our heat issues or where we're living or what we're doing and how we're feeling. No one cares because the Giants are playing the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. And that's the only thing uh, that we're focused on right now. Uh, Well, we weren't actually, but now that's what we're going to be focused on. Um, so I guess we can just get right into it with some news uh, from practice this week and some other stuff as well before we get into, uh, you know, the preview specific items uh, on September 1st, which I believe now is six days ago. Today is Thursday. That means it was last Friday. Uh, offensive tackle Tyree Phillips uh, and cornerback Jamon Green had their practice squad contracts terminated. Six spots were open uh, at that point after the contract terminations four and then obviously the two cuts. Uh, those spots were then filled by uh, running back Taiwan Jones, cornerback Caleb Hayes, wide receiver Dennis Houston, uh, tight end Tyree Jackson, guard Jalen Mayfield, and offensive tackle Jalen Thomas. Uh, and then four days later on the fifth, the Giants also would add Cam Sims, uh, wide receiver formerly of the Commanders, to the practice squad after Cole Beasley uh, went on IR, uh, I believe with a quad injury. So he will be out for four weeks. Uh, Sims, 27 years old, uh, was with the Commanders, like I mentioned, an undrafted free agent out of Alabama uh, in 2018 draft. Uh, he spent last summer with the Raiders before being released as a part of Final Cuts. Ooh, Alex, I'm getting a little city life in the background. I know, the, the city the city noise is going to be an issue, but yeah. we'll have to well, work I'm sure it'll be cut out, and then we'll both sound stupid like talking about it. They're going to be like, what noise? What noise? Like, uh, siren. Yeah, I'm just a magician like that. Let's go into the restructuring of Daniel Jones's contract here because this is a big, not so big deal. But the Giants did convert $8.42 million of his base salary into a signing bonus, which ended up creating $6.315 million in cap space. And that was per field Yates of ESPN. Like I said, 
Big news, but not big news. It gives the Giants some leeway if they need to bring in additions throughout the season, like a, uh, I'm trying to think of some guys they brought in last year, like a Jason Pinnock, maybe, or a um, Isaiah Hodgins. You know, some some guys that are veteran players that might be uh, cut from other teams and the Giants want to make an addition. They can do that uh, and bring in some players with this money that Daniel Jones Daniel Jones converted into the uh, cap space from his salary to that signing bonus. And then, Alex, I put in a bunch of things here. I kind of like going, I, I like this route, a little bit historical, a little bit statistical. Uh, what is this, records. me? You know, a uh, quick shout out here in our Talking Blues podcast uh, for Chelsea FC. I did something similar. It was like off of Google. Uh, and it was like these fun facts. And I got made fun of like crazy for this. Yet Josh puts it here with no shame whatsoever. I'm 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 just shocked. I'm appalled. I think they're a little bit more interesting, honestly. I'm not gonna lie. I disagree. Well, we can share if you really want to. I'll start out by saying that the Giants went one four and one in the division last season, and that included two losses to both the Cowboys and the Eagles. Specifically between this big matchup, Dallas versus New York, Giants versus Cowboys. Uh, they meet for the 15th time on a Sunday night, which is tied for actually the most frequent Sunday night football matchups, along with another NFC East rivalry, the Cowboys and Eagles. The last time that the Giants opened a season on Sunday night football was back in 2017 against who? Dallas in, uh, in Dallas and in Dallas, Texas. It was a 2016 Cowboys victory at AT&T Stadium. The Cowboys hold a 7-6 and six advantage over the Giants at MetLife Stadium, which opened back in 2010, unfortunately. Um, you know, I mean, stadium and all, we, we know how bad that is. But it's okay. The Giants have faced the Cowboys at MetLife Stadium three times on a Sunday night, winning twice. The last time was in 2016 with the Giants on top 10-7. to seven. Alex, do you want to take over? I, I'm t- I know you like these. I love these. I know. I hate. I hate that I love it, but I love it. Sunday night marks the 123rd meeting between the Giants and Cowboys since Dallas entered the league in 1960. The Cowboys lead the regular season series uh, with a 73 to 46 and two record. The Giants won the only postseason game uh, between the two teams back in 2008. Also, that very important game in the final week of the season. Uh, in 2011, I want to say it was. So, you know, got to point that one out as well. I remember that. As a kid, I wasn't allowed to stay up, but I got to watch it the next morning uh, in case anyone cared whatsoever. Uh, the Giants are 26-33-1 and 33 and one versus Dallas at home and 20-40-1 and one on the road. Obviously, they are at home, so hopefully that bodes well for them. Dallas has won 11 of the last 12 meetings with the Giants, including the last four. Giants obviously have historically in the past, you know, three or four years, really, really struggled in the division uh, even longer than that, really since 20, you know, 13 or so. Uh, the Giants have not been good in the division except for uh, playing against the Commanders. Isn't it crazy that the the Giants haven't won a game against the Cowboys since Dak Prescott has been the starting quarterback? Dak Prescott has not lost a single game to the Giants in his time as, Cow- as, as Cowboys quarterback. It's all going to change on Sunday, right, Josh? It's all going to change. We hope so. We definitely hope so. And we will let you know what we think when we get to our score predictions eventually in this episode of the podcast. But before we do that, we do have to update you on the most important thing or one of the most important things of this uh, podcast. And this episode is the injury report. That's a big deal here. The Giants did not practice Thursday. And uh, the practice on Thursday that I have here 
from Dan Salamone, the Giants reporter, was a projection of what would have happened. I think it's just the, yeah, it's the exact same of who were limited on Thursday. It's good, or on Wednesday, excuse me. It's good to note all the Giants players practices, uh, practice. That's a great thing to, to see and to hear from going into the first week of the regular season. We start out with running back Gary Brightwell with a knee injury, linebacker Cam Brown, ankle injury, um, tight end Lawrence Cager, ankle injury, defensive line DJ Davidson, knee injury, quarterback Cordell Flott, hamstring injury, safety Javarius Owens, hamstring injury, wide receiver Wondell Robinson, knee injury. Mind you, those players were all limited, and that was on Wednesday, and then it was just projected that those also, you know, all of those players would be limited on Thursday. Friday, I don't know if they have practice. I assume they might have one more light practice, uh, but that is the injury report for the Giants in terms of the Cowboys. Cowboys left guard Tyler Smith has a hamstring injury. Will work again on Thursday with a rehab group during practice. Uh, head coach of the Cowboys, Mike McCarthy, said that Smith told him that he feels, quote, really good with three days to go until the season opener. And then also McCarthy said, quote, if he practices Saturday, we'll give him a chance to go Sunday. And then Donovan Wilson with a calf injury will miss practice altogether on Thursday as he tends to a, quote, positive personal matter. And Sam Williams' toe will work with the rehab group. I assume the positive personal manner is maybe uh, some birth in the family. Maybe it's something to do with, you know, direct family. I, I would assume so if it's a positive personal matter. So uh, congrats to, to Donovan Wilson, whatever is going on there. That's the injury reports for the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys. We have a lot more coming up for you. The most important parts, of the, I feel like I just said that with the injury report. One of the most important parts of this episode, and that is our players to watch on both sides, as well as our score predictions. But first, it's going to be our NFL picks coming up next. All right, we are back now to the podcast to give you our NFL picks for week one. Alex won last year. It was a very clean victory. I believe he won by maybe like 20 games or something like that. I completely sold. So we'll see if I'm able to turn it around this season. And uh, Alex... I give it to you for starting where you always do. You give us that Thursday night football prediction, which, of course, everyone listening at this point already knows the answer to. We don't. Recording before the game on Thursday and then those uh, Sunday 1 o'clock matchups as well. All right. So beginning here with Thursday night football, which uh, I think uh, will have taken place, obviously, by the time this episode comes out. But we are, you know, we're not changing the picks. uh, So, you know, the picks are made before the game happens. I just want to clear that up. Uh, before we get into it. So Thursday night, Lions, Chiefs. Josh and I both have the Chiefs. Possibly no Travis Kelsey, though. That is interesting. Uh, Bengals, Browns, we both have the Bengals. Ravens, Texans, we both have the Ravens. Buccaneers, Vikings. Josh's going with the Vikings. I'm going with the Baker Mayfield-led Buccaneers. Panthers, Falcons. I'm going to go with the more experienced Falcons team against a very young Panthers team. Uh, Josh is going to go with Bryce Young uh, and the Panthers. Commanders, uh, Cardinals, I think that's going to be an easy Commanders win. We both think that. Uh, Jaguars, Colts, we both have the Jags. 49ers, Steelers, we both have the Niners. Saints, Titans, we both have the Saints. Uh, And then I'll send it to Josh for Raiders, Broncos. All right, Raiders, Broncos, we both have the Raiders winning that one. Uh, next game here, Alex, I, by the way, I'm, I'm just going through this. I'm noticing that do we have any game that's different besides Baker Mayfield showdown? Oh yeah, we have the Falcons Panthers. That was a little bit different. Okay. I was just looking and noticing that. 
Uh, next game, Eagles-Patriots, which is a bit of an interesting one. Unfortunately, we have our NFC East rivals, the Philadelphia Eagles, winning that game. Rams versus Seahawks. We both have the Seahawks winning that game. Oh, we have another one here. Dolphins-Chargers. Uh, Alex, you're running with the Dolphins and the Tua. I'm not going to do the nickname. Tua Tungavailoa. Uh, Turn the ball over. Dolphins, and I have the Los Angeles Chargers winning that game. Packers versus Bears, we both, uh, I lied. You have the, getting back into the routine of things, you have the Packers, I have the Bears winning that game. And then Monday Night Football, the Super Bowl victorious 2024 ready New York Jets, according to all these New York fans out here. And uh, where I guess I'm closer to right now, the upstate New York team, the Buffalo Bills, are going to play in that Monday Night Football game. I'm very excited for this one. I mean, I don't know about you. This is probably my biggest uh, game, I think, of the weekend. Obviously, teams are still figuring it out, but just going to like seeing what the Jets are and seeing if the Bills continue to live up to the hype for the last few seasons. We both have the Bills winning this game, but this is my game to watch if I had to pick one for the week, and it's coming right at the end of the or the weekend, I guess. Um, it's actually during the next week. It's Monday Night Football. And uh, that would be my game to watch 100%. And that is it for our NFL picks. Now let's go to our players to watch. If you're new here, again, we pick one player on the opposing team who we think is going to make an impact and then one on our own team. All right, I'll start out with the Cowboys. I'm going to have Tony Pollard there. We're going to have to see what he looks like in a full starting role. Ezekiel Elliott now with the New England Patriots didn't do too well. uh, Struggled with the Cowboys last season. Will Tony Pollard step up? Obviously, they have, what what's his name, Deuce Vaughn, I think, uh, that they picked, the Cowboys did, in this year's NFL draft. But Tony Pollard is a definite starter, and we'll have to see how he navigates the backfield. I want to see how much the Cowboys run the ball as well. Dak Prescott threw the most amount of interceptions he's ever thrown in his career last year. He was not good throwing the ball. How much will Mike McCarthy run it? Will he still have a big amount of trust in Dak Prescott as quarterback? I believe he will. However... Uh, I just want to see how Pollard kind of runs the backfield. We've seen him do it before last season, but that's that's what I have to say, and that's my Cowboys player to watch is Tony Pollard. All right, I guess I'll start off with my Cowboys. Well, I'm going to go with Michael Gallup. Uh, you might be thinking why they have CeeDee Lamb, now they have Brandon Cooks. Uh, why are you choosing Michael Gallup? I have a very specific reason, uh, and it's really because of who he's going to be going up against. The Giants are going to be starting two rookie outside corners in uh Deontay Banks and Trey Hawkins uh, with the Dory Jackson mainly operating the slot. Uh, CeeDee Lamb and Brandon Cooks, uh, I think, will be operating the slot. Obviously, both of them can't be operating the slot at the same time, but uh, I think those guys will be matched up against Dory Jackson a lot. Uh, whereas Michael Gallup, I think, could be you know going up uh, primarily against those two outside rookies that I just named. And cornerback uh, is the toughest position to play as a rookie in the NFL uh, besides the quarterback spot. Uh, I think that's kind of pretty well established at this point, looking at how many, uh, you know, busts there's been of these early uh, round corners and not them not succeeding. But um, yeah, I think this can be an interesting matchup. Michael Gallup now second season off in ACL. He should be a lot better. And uh, I think, you know, he's always had a pretty good run against the Giants. So he's my Cowboys player to watch. And then I'm going to get my Giants player to watch because obviously the obvious Giants player to watch uh, Josh got before me. So I'll, I'll let him take that after I go. Um, but I have two players here, the two tackle spots, Andrew Thomas and Evan Neal. I know that's kind of cheating, but there's a reason for it. Andrew Thomas 
uh, in that Thanksgiving game uh, had a uh, cold, I believe it was, or maybe he was playing with the flu, some sort of illness. He gave up two sacks to Micah Parsons. Uh, so he is kind of looking for that revenge game. And then Evan Neal uh, in that other Cowboys game, I believe last season, gave up three sacks to Demarcus Lawrence. Um, and he was not sick. Uh, so, you know, just a rookie, obviously. And, you know, probably his worst game of his career, I remember him saying after the fact. So can those guys make up for it uh, in this one against the those same guys, uh, probably who are even better players now than they were that at that time, especially Micah Parsons. So that's my Giants players or Giants players to watch, I should say, plural, um, going into this one. Yeah, Alex, you know, we give him some leverage here in week one. He He's allowed to kind of flip the script a little bit and do players to watch in the plural tense, like he said. This is not what we do on a regular basis, but, you know, got to give him some leeway. You know, he's, he's been the co-host for a long time. You know, we'll give him we'll give him a bit of a buffer. He can, he can, uh, this makes my day, Josh. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I wouldn't say this is the obvious pick. I think there's a lot of guys you can go with. You oh, can come go- on. The storyline, the cowboy, the the scout and everything. It, it's it's like it's everyone's talking about it. It's obvious. Come on. Okay. Well, I did get it, and that is why I worked on the outline. It's the only reason why I did it on a Tuesday instead of uh, today on Thursday. No, I'm just kidding. But my beat, Giants beat me to-, to it. I was upset. My Giants player to watch is former Tennessee wide receiver, now New York Giant, Jalen Hyatt. What is going to be the role for this guy? We saw him a little bit, a tiny, tiny bit in the preseason. Not much. He had that one touchdown where he got completely open, and it was a very long touchdown, and it was beautiful. How are the Giants going to play with him? There is a toy that they have on this offense, and it's not just one. It's multiple. It's many now. It's not just a bunch of wide receivers that we don't fully trust and rely on because we have Kenny Galladay, who just sits on the bench the whole time, Kadarius Toney, who's always injured, and Sterling Shepard, who most of the time is also injured. We have a list of wide receivers who seem to be healthy. Mind you, Wanda Robinson, I know he's coming back and he's limited. Um, and Cole Beasley. But anyway, uh, we have a lot of weapons to choose from. We have Darren Waller, but the real player, like Alex said, the obvious pick and the guy we all want to see is Jalen High and where he's going to get placed in this offense, what routes he's going to run, you know, where in the slot or on the outside is he going to be and how... How much, what is the snap count? You know, there there is, like I said, other wide receivers on this team that they the Giants might value over him, like Shepard and Hodgins and Slayton. So where does he place, get placed in this, uh, in this wide receiver group? And that's what we all want to see. But enough talking about Jalen Hyatt. Let's talk about our score predictions, Alex. Is it a Giants win? Is it a Cowboys win? Do the Giants finally break the streak? I believe they do. 31-25, a pretty high-scoring game. But the Giants have a new high-powering offense, like I said. Saquon returns, Waller's there, and um, I think the Giants put 31 on the board. They beat the Cowboys by a touchdown. And, uh, yeah, Giants win to start the season 1-0 on Sunday Night Football in front of the national audience to show that they are back. I agree. I think Jalen Hyatt stamps his name in, uh, you know, offensive rookie of the year conversations, even though I don't think he's going to actually end up being up there. But the storyline just feels too fitting uh, with the, you know, the scout doubting him uh, during the combine process uh, and now getting to play that week one under the lights. I can see Tibbs also making a big impact. And that's why I have Giants winning 27-23, maybe a Dak pick in there as well. That would make my day. Uh, so yeah, both of us having the Giants win. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we're both right, right? Uh, either if it's ten nine or if it's forty to thirty nine, 
Uh, I don't care. I just want to see us beat the Cowboys, please. I want to see us beat the Cowboys. I want to have all my homework done by Sunday night to be able to watch this game. I think that's a big goal for the both of us, too. So let's hope we're able to navigate through that and get there. But I'm just happy football is back, man. And tonight is going to be the start of that, like we said, with uh, recording here on Thursday evening, Thursday night football being back. It's going to be really fun. And, um, and yeah, let's, let's get it going, man. I'm, I'm so hyped. I'm really excited. And obviously follow our social medias at the Giant Take Pod uh, to check that stuff out. When the game happens, we have those game updates, you know, throughout the game of what's going on. We do our live tweets. So definitely tune in to Twitter there. Subscribe wherever you're listening. Drop the five stars rating and review. And I did enough plugging already. So I'm just going to send it to, uh, to Alex, my co-host, to wrap this one up. Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode of the Giant Take Podcast. Um, Hope everyone has a great first weekend of football, and we'll see you next time uh, recapping this Cowboys-Giants Sunday Night Football Clash. Peace.